Hello, and welcome to Vitamins for Breakfast, the place where you, the listener, is able to feed your spirit and soul through connection. My guests share their real-life stories, uncensored and unapologetically. Life makes us feel as if we need to hide what makes us human, but this podcast is dedicated to highlighting everyone who isn't ashamed of their inner humanity. So welcome to your weekly dose of Vitamins for Breakfast. Let's get started. Today, I am featuring my beautiful friend, Ivani, and her son. You're going to hear him in the background, but he is a part of the team, so he's going to be a part of the podcast, and you're going to hear him talking because he likes to talk. He's apparently going through his Wonder Week. For the new moms or the moms out there who know what that is, shout out to you. You know what a Wonder Week is. And so... We are diving in today. We're talking about motherhood because Ivani, my guest today, is a new mom. Her son is five and a half months and she is taking this journey, you know, still dealing with her own problems as a human being and still finding a way to still, you know, be an amazing mother. So, Ivani talk to me talk to, i had to give you like a really special intro and you guys should see me i was like looking at her in her eyes like i love you so much <laughs> thank you so much for having me ivani you are a new mom yes <laughs> tell me how do, how does that feel first off a motherhood explain that like in a nutshell oof oof <laughs> <laughs> how do i even begin yes it's, it's indescribable but you know it's it's an experience filled with a lot of learning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and definitely a lot of joy. Yeah. A lot of patience right. that is necessary. Yeah. But definitely a lot of love. Um, I I really can't grasp it. In I think the <laughs> biggest thing that I realize about mothers is that they can never explain what motherhood is. And it gets me so tight because I'm like, I need you to explain this to me because I need to mentally prepare for that moment. The thing is, even like when you're starting that journey, you know, going through pregnancy, you're going to hear a lot of stories. Yeah. Someone could tell you exactly what's going to happen or how you're going to feel. And you still won't know what it's like until you you're go going through it. Yourself, through it. You know? And that's anything in life. You know, anything is like you can always talk to someone about their situation, but until you live it, you're oh, like, yeah. oh, now I understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. So kind of kind of taking on that type of perspective in this conversation where it's like now you are dealing with a whole different type of situation that now you're experiencing and you're understanding. What is that like having to deal with your own stuff and your own issues and your own inner demons as a person first, you know? Because they always say, like, you can't, you know, if your glass is not full, how can you, you know, spread out to, you know, however the fucking um, saying is. But you know what I mean? Like, how can you fill anyone else's cup if your cup isn't full? Yeah. So how do you do that as a as a new parent having to still deal with your own inner demons, your own problems? You get you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean when you have a child, you have no choice but to. You know, you mm. have to figure it out. Mm. There's no anymore, oh I'm gonna excuses. Make excuse me, <laughs> like, oh, come up with some stuff, you know, to put it at the back end and yeah. deal with it later. No, when it's with a child, you have to take action right away, mm. you know? And it's sometimes yes you don't have time for yourself but 
you're also very cautious about what you do, what you say, mm -hmm. how you go about things. Because obviously this baby is now looking at you right. as a role model. Right. And, you know, you're their example. Before you only had you to disappoint. Exactly. <laughs> now you don't want to disappoint this oh child. <laughs> it's now crazy. Everything you have to, like... Attention, so you know, from what you say, from how you do things, and it's also like it makes you second guess in a way, yeah. Or, like, I've always been very impulsive, right? yeah, yeah, but now I definitely think before I act mm -hmm. just because you know, I'm thinking, do I want my child to be raised like that? Do I, yeah, you know, certain people don't realize that their actions actually affect others yes and i i was like that before too because yeah I, you know just thinking about oh well i'm gonna figure this out now and yeah. i'm gonna do it like this mm -hmm. and it's not that i don't care about how it falls onto other people but it's just i'm not really thinking about it because at the end of the day i'm sure you could figure it out too for yourself you yeah know? yeah or sometimes i think that people are learning as fast as me you know do you think that was an ego mentality like that was your ego talking? Not necessarily. It's just like I will do things and I'm not really thinking about others because I'm trying to get to what I have to do. You know? It's not... Everybody has their own agenda. Of course. So I was following my agenda. Right. Like, what do I want? Exactly. How am I going to get So there? now that you have a new addition, yeah. it's no longer I, I. It's no, oh, of course no, not. no, no. It's like, yeah. okay, I have to go to work. So what's gonna happen at what time am I going to work today? Right. Um, who's gonna stay with the baby? Yeah. Like is his father gonna be here? Yeah. Is he working? Yeah. You know? All right, maybe he's not gonna be here because we both turns out we both work the mm -hmm. day shift today, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So now he has to stay at his grandmother's. Every single thing you have to think about. It's like know? the the smaller things that you wouldn't even pay attention no, to. Like God. how into how how to the, even the aspect of micromanaging your day like in a schedule fashion you yeah. know as you know when you like when when we both were like you know just single you didn't have no kids or anything we just were like going like yeah. how, whatever the day kind of threw it you had a structure but it wasn't a structure you you cared to follow to the t because whatever comes is like oh it comes it it, exactly but, but now it's like there's consequences I have to prepare because Something may be thrown at me. Exactly. You know? And now I have to deal with two okay, steps ahead. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dang. Definitely plan it out. Always. Like, like it, it could be something so small. Like is his diaper bag ready? Exactly. Okay, you didn't check. Now you don't have wipes in your bag, and now he just pooped everywhere. <laughs> and you're outside. And oh you're like, my god. Do, you know? But it definitely teaches you a lot. So imagine. So so let's talk about that. What you just described was to me what I was hearing was anxiety attack you just said your child took a poop outside and you have no way to clean him no way to clean yeah. him that's anxiety so that is a form of anxiety now that you have your child this is a now you have a whole type of different anxiety coming yeah. in how do you deal with your own personal anxieties on a day-to-day -day and then focus on the fact that you have a child like you kind of mentioned like you, you feel like you have to but what are things you actually do like give uh, me, me like i feel like a, a lot of new moms deal with the fact of what are other people going to think mm. so like oh my god my child just pooped i know i'm gonna figure this out but are people thinking i'm irresponsible because i forgot the wife <sighs> 
Because nobody's didn't even know thinking, that. nobody's thinking like, oh, well, you know, she thought it was there, or like she ran out of the house, right? Or like, right. You know, they had to go somewhere. They're just seeing, They're just seeing irresponsible. The, the irresponsibility. Yes. You know? Yes. And it's like, well, anything that happens with him, I'm just like, oh my god, I don't want anybody to know because it's like, yeah, they're gonna judge you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But with everything, you know, you just have to be kind. To yes. Yourself. Yes. Mistakes happen, especially with kids. Oh my god! When I tell you, your life just like switches up. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. But. Yeah, I feel like that's where I get anxious now. Yeah. Where, like, if he's coughing, I remember one time I was at the hair salon. And, like, <laughs> I'm breastfeeding right there, too, you know. While she getting that blow up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Yep, yep, yep. And still look good yeah. at the same time. <laughs> yeah. But he just, like, starts coughing. I guess, like, the, the milk went down the wrong hole. So, like... <sighs> He's like still laying down. Wait, wait, pause, pause. Yeah. Are you at a Dominican hair salon? Yes. Oh, so they talking oh shit God. immediately. So like, <laughs> I didn't mean your I'm like, you're fine. He's drowning in your breast milk, girl. Yes. So I'm just like, oh my God. Like, I'm like, okay, you know your child. Yeah. You know their limits and everything. So I'm like, oh, this is not the first time. Like, it usually happens. But they're like, get him up, get him up. Like, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, yo. And God, and God forbid you give them that energy like this is fine you yeah, know oh my they're God. like they're like no no you got and I'm like all right you got it but then it's like so since I feel like if you don't act quick enough yeah you don't care like you know if you don't do this it's like oh well you don't know anything yeah you don't really catch a break asking your mom and then it's like so many different opinions yeah so many opinions of course so many people giving in their inputs when mm -hmm. you know you never ask them of course and it's like I'm more of the type of person I'm always on Google And I'm always <laughs> Guys I want you to know That before we started recording We were talking about Like when you just see Like anything come up On your skin Or something That you don't even Consult with your doctor first It is straight to Google, Google. Then you go to the doctor And get the uh, You're freaking out And you're already going To the doctor yeah. with a diagnosis mm -hmm. You're like You sure it's not this yes. I googled it And they be like Yo what is going on With this new age Google doctors Like <laughs> we be out here Checking every symptom every so you were checking. So I just, I, I'm usually like just going on Google to find yeah. things out that I have questions about. Yeah. People are more supportive, I guess, when they don't know you. Of course. And then. Yahoo answers, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> don't say that. Yeah. judge me. <laughs> <laughs> they always judge him. <laughs> Shit. But, um, no, like, I just. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, are they relatives? Are they like, mm -hmm. oh, you have to do this because mm -hmm. I did this. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, that was a whole different time zone. That's not even safe. You fact. were almost killing us. That's a long. fact. They don't get that. Yeah. They don't get that. It's just like, oh, but, but you're fine. You're not fine. That doesn't mean anything. It was an exception. Exactly. That the universe allowed for you. It doesn't oh. mean that it's going to be like that. Yes. Time. I love the way you put that. Yeah, but... Yeah, that's just... That's a really good point you just made. A lot of people think that uh, situations are kind of... Uh, like, you General. can... Yeah, yeah, and that you can almost kind of copy and paste something. Yeah. Everything is unique. No one, no two things are the same. Yeah. Like, even identical twins have different mm -hmm. fingerprints. So how can you think that your methods and will work for my child with his separate personality exactly. differ from mine? You know what I mean? Like, not everything works the same. And how do you think that... You know my child more than, than I do. You know what I'm I mean? Always with him. I understand my child. I'm, 
I got him. And you're over here telling me what I should be doing? Listen, I don't know if this is like, um, this is how like adults are, or like grown, grown folks are. Like, I don't know if this is just in general. I don't know. Like, I always think it's a Dominican thing. Every time when I can't figure out what it is, my, my result answer, it must be a Dominican thing. No, no. I mean, honestly, I feel like people mean well. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, I don't want you to go through what I went through. Right, I'm right. Through. But that never it's works. Is that ill intention? Yeah, know? yeah. But sometimes we need to realize that people are not looking for advice. Maybe they're looking to be heard. That's, that's it. it. That's a fact. Or I don't know. But people just always feel like they need to share their opinion about things when it's not even necessary. Exactly, or when it wasn't even requested because you don't know your opinion where you think you're helping someone can actually oh hinder God. them. Now oh you've created God. a whole different thought process that person wasn't thinking about yeah. because of your opinion. Yeah. And you send them down a downward spiral. And granted, I'm not saying that you are responsible as a human being of your own reactions to things, yeah. but I think people don't realize, and I'll say definitely family mm-hmm. or like your parents, you know, grandparents, they don't understand, right? They don't understand that their opinions weigh on us a lot. They always have. And our parents definitely made it a point to make us feel like that growing yeah. up. That it's like, what I say goes. You know, you have to do right by the family. Make sure you... And I'm not... Listen, I really honestly feel like Dominican parents feel like, you owe me, bitch. You know, I came to this country. I really did a lot. I sacrificed a lot for you. So I'm waiting for you to come back and you know pick up the pieces now that you're an adult and i want to see you succeed and like you know help me out you know what i mean i mean for me though my parents weren't really like that yeah they were very young yeah so um they were a lot more Mm open-minded and it's not like they really expected us to do anything bad for them like still to Mm -hmm. this day like my mom talks about like oh um, I need to do this because I need to give y'all whatever y'all need while I'm alive. You know, right. that's that's the way she talks. Yeah. And you know, my parents were actually very supportive with like anything that we wanted to do and stuff. It's just they would do things that they didn't really care about how it's gonna affect us. I you feel know? you. So that's where I was like with my parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I still, I feel like that. Um, that expectation of yeah. like having to give back to my parents, I feel like I put that on myself. Isn't it interesting then? So if you feel like you put that on yourself when you speak on the average person on the street mm-hmm. who you are thinking have an expectation on how you should be doing things, do you think that maybe that's self-evoked and that's not really what they're thinking? Oh yeah, like any single time I try to like do stuff like just for people in general yeah i feel like a lot of times it ends up blowing up in my face yeah because <laughs> i'm trying too hard and it's like they're not they don't need any of that exactly you know? so but yeah definitely self-evolved yeah no my parents have never made me feel like oh i need to do for that. but then i wonder where does it come from because i connect with you in that way like my parents were never like that as well my parents were also very open-minded yeah. they were m- more willing to kind of shape shift to the times you know yeah. more than a, i've heard i've heard people with parents that were very yeah. strict yeah. my parents weren't very strict but you for some reason you can't shake off this expectation this I mean, whole and i don't know how it was in your family but yeah for me growing up i always saw my parents being the ones giving back to their family okay yeah you me know, too always trying to help everybody out yeah 
Yeah, you already know. Mandando caja, sending. Yo. She graduated. She's officially an adult oh, Dominican. Yo, she is sending her tanque for those who don't know you know there is a, a shipping, shipping ser- exactly yeah. there's a shipping service that we have here in the states so if you want to send your family like you know anything you put it in this big tank and they ship it out in a ship and it gets to them they receive it in the island you know whatever so that's a that's a common thing that dominicans do once they're here to send back at home you know if yeah. they want to send in bundles and a lot of stuff and money uh, exactly so, so my parents like they were always always sent to the i'll, I'll be so upset like yeah. why are you always sending everything Ooh, girl me too my stuff too my you old like, stuff right? i like my fucking nintendo you 64 know, i'm gonna tell you something right so, As I'm preparing this one, I'm just like, I want to get rid of everything. I want to send everything. Oh, now you understand why you're... You also want to declutter and yeah. get it now. It's like, oh, they probably just wanted to get rid of old things that were probably not using this and, morning around the house. And thinking... Exactly. That's where the mindset was. Exactly. Exactly. And you pull up to the yard. These kids yo, got the best, the they, best Jordans. They, they, they had the now. latest technology. Yeah. I'm like, yo, y'all really had me thinking y'all were poor. I mean, back in the day, yeah, yeah, uh, went, like, things were changing. When, when yeah, younger, but now they're they're, they're pretty. They, yeah, they're advanced. They're advanced. I mean, because they enjoy life. Yes, they you do. Can tell they're happy. Yeah, you know. Whereas here, we're just constantly working all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to keep up with the bills. That's literally all we do. Over there, is try to keep like, up. You know, I got, I got these five thousand pesos. We're trying to drink. Yo, he's like, God gonna take care of us. Yo, yo, that's a fact. I really, Dominicans, I always find that very interesting, and it's always been something very hard for me to process in my mind. It's like. Dominicans think that we have it so great mm-hmm. and we live like in a four by six box and they got a whole backyard. They got the beach right there on demand, like constant sun. You getting that energy every day that you know my I need. Like yeah. I didn't, you know, I was, my ancestors and my bloodline came from the sun. Yeah. That, that, that shit is what kept us going. Yeah. And I don't get that here as often. Hence why now I'm dealing with depression and all these days. Cause I'm deprived of my essentials, you know? But then they don't. They don't get that. They don't understand that. Like, yeah, you know, Dominicans even, don't believe in depression. They don't believe in, they don't believe in that shit. Illnesses. I mean, in my family, they believe it because it's you see that. Like, yeah. You just can tell. That you gotta you accept. Something, you yeah. Know? Like I have a great uncle that is a schizophrenic. Yeah. Yeah, it's really bad. Like, um, I've dealt with major depression. Yeah. PTSD. Yeah. Yeah. Disorders. And I, I've been very vocal about it. Yeah. And, you know, with my family. Yeah. Oh, I tell them, especially my mom. Get from me. Yeah, what happened? What happened? He said, Mama, don't talk about that. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> We're not living in the past, Mama, the future. Pay attention to the future, Mama. <laughs> it's a battle, man. It's a battle. It's really a battle. So when you talk about and you mentioned like mental health was always something that's very important, you know when you were growing up and learning that you were dealing with stuff and realizing you have stuff like within your family and shit like that. Um, now that you're a mother, what do you feel like you'll be doing as your child grows up to kind of take, take measures that you didn't see necessarily were taken with you 
to prevent him to be dealing with mental health because the fact that it wasn't even recognized you know I, I, I like I would say for me like it wasn't that wasn't recognized as a thing you know it's just like pretty much you're dealing with this human experience and things happen and you get over it you know what I mean but like what measures do you feel like you'll be taking to like ensure that at least you know he has you as an outlet like you know what I mean communication Com- okay communication like it's I super important with yeah everything um like a test for me I figured out myself that I was dealing with mental illness. Facts, facts. And when you're first going through that, I feel like you don't really think, oh, well, does my family deal with that? I never really thought about it that way. I didn't yeah. even think that was like hereditary it's so- or anything. Interesting. Like people really discount mental health as an illness. Yeah. Like it can be passed Especially down. When I when I found that out, it was like I don't even know how I even thought about it. I just knew that, you know, I was really young. Yeah. I think like 15, 16, yeah. I was just so down. And I'm like, this is not me. I thought I was bipolar at first, you know, because <laughs> My doctor online told me, <laughs> Google doctor told me, like, oh, Damn, yeah. Damn, you've been using Google since you was 15? What? Oh, we got a veteran. Y'all knew, y'all new to this. I have my psychic. Oh, shit, she flipped that screen and started typing. Yeah, <laughs> looking and looking. I, I needed to know what the heck was wrong with me. I feel you. I didn't know that. Tell me more about yeah. that. So, I just, I, I think I was 16 at the time. Yeah. And I went online trying to find a psychologist myself really yeah. mind you this is what like this was if it was 16 it had to be like uh, it was like 2002 2010? oh shit bitch yeah. my math is all the way off <laughs> that's 2002 2002 <laughs> I was like 6 uh, uh, listen I was happy I'm working on <laughs> that was a good time yeah. um 2012 yeah okay 2010 2010 dang yeah so I I I remember um, my mom was living in the Dominican Republic at the time and I was here with my stepfather. Mm-hmm. My stepfather took me to, to see the doctor or whatever because if you're under 18, you yeah. can't just go over there by yourself. Really? And I remember doing the intake and my dad is like, he's just seeing me. He's like, I'm crying and everything, but he's just... Confused. Yeah, he's like, there's nothing wrong with you. Like, what's... What, what the heck is going on? Yeah. But he's also concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also like, like clearly something is wrong. Clearly something's wrong, but yeah. like, you're not crazy. Like, yeah. And he just, he didn't understand, you know? Wow. He didn't understand. It it's, was something that. It was like he can see that you weren't well. I don't know. You don't think he could? I don't think that he could see, like at home, no. Yeah. He was never really there. Okay. Like, he was always gambling and stuff, you know. Yeah. He would make sure to pay the bills. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> but yeah. he didn't really stop to see if anything's wrong with us, you know. Sometimes I would cut school, like, just not go to school, and he wouldn't even notice, like. So, it, it was, anything that was done, it was literally because I wanted to do it. I went to school because I wanted to go to school. Mm-hmm. Because I made sure I got other went to school. It was never like, oh, my parents were like, well, you have to go to school, do this and that. They expected it from me, you know. They expected, I was always like the good child out of the four. <laughs> they expected good grades from me all the time. Um, but wow. it wasn't like they're like, you have to do this. What do you know? I never got that type of treatment. 
know? It so was he, never. He didn't notice. He wasn't at home like, you know, you're not the same child that I had. Are you okay? No, no, no. It was me like, I'm not okay, so we need to go to the doctor. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You were in a in a sense kind of like taking adult you were making adult decisions at a very young age. At a very young mm-hmm. age. Yeah. And it wasn't like you said like your parents were like had a fire under your ass like you need to go to school mm-hmm. and you need they never treated you with this mm-hmm. urgency to act a certain way. It's but, like they knew like oh she's, she's going to be fine. Right. She'll figure it out. Right, but as a child though to have that type of mentality on your you know that's not easy for your parent to kind of be putting this type cuz that's our expectation at the end of the day saying like you're gonna be good and you feel like you need to be good and so you're dealing with pressures you don't got much people who understand you in that way i was also the eldest right right so it's like my siblings are there too so they're like looking at me like what are you doing you know you're a role model exactly even if they didn't like me or whatever i was still you know whatever i did of course like well, am I gonna do that? You right, know? you know what I mean? You yeah. were setting the standard. Exactly. Yeah. Um such a big responsibility. I really I'm I'm not an older sibling, mm-hmm. so I never understood the complexes that you That's guys have. That that must be a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure, you know, and I mean still to this day, like I turned out to be the one that is like, Oh, you know, how Dominicans like to say I don't know why Dominicans like to scale their family members like this one this one this was doing all good that one over there man that one we all know that one ain't going nowhere we knew that one from the beginning I'm like y'all just so fucked up yeah they tell you straight up they will they will they will tell you straight up like we expect them more from you you gotta start doing x y and z and it's just like damn I know I was a family fuck up like but you are (laughs) But you, that, I mean, it's yeah. refreshing, you know, Dominicans to be yeah. so blunt. It's yeah. refreshing. But sometimes they don't know when it's toxic. Mm. Yes. And then it's like when you're growing into that, you don't know either. Exactly. And then you start adapting these behaviors yes. and everything. And then you start putting that out there. Yeah. And you don't realize and you don't catch yourself. Because another thing about Dominicans, you know, it's like we get defensive if you, if you tell us about ourselves. Yes. It's like, right. oh, everything's like, yeah, okay. Right, exactly. It's not that serious. Uh-huh. Or, it is that serious. That's and that's why, like, now being a mom, I make sure to, like, you know, nip it in the butt, whatever it is, mm. from the get. Okay. Like, we're about to have an argument, um, stop it, or we just had an argument, we're not doing that again. Yes. Especially not in front of our child. Yes. Or like, I just, you know, if my child later on decides to throw trash on the ground and then I let him do that, no, you're picking that up. Right. But letting him know from the cat. Because they need consistency that's as well. And that's something that we lack. That, but that's exactly what I'm saying. That's, this, is why, this is why this conversation is so important to me. Mm-hmm. Because if these are attributes and habits you had as a human being prior to becoming a parent. Because this is the thing about people. People think that they there's this magical time where you're finally ready to be a parent. No. Nobody no. is ready to be a parent. Even the people who feel like they gave enough time to themselves. They prepared. They learned so many that you didn't know about yourself that are going to challenge you in a different way so when you come out here and you are dealing with your like i like i keep highlighting you're dealing with your own issues it's like how do you learn because you just gave the example like nip it in the butt which is something that 
you probably felt like didn't happen when you were growing up. So that's one of the things that you're like, we're changing this time around. We're nipping it in the butt. And it's like, it's like, you have to correct years and years and years of of a of a form of parenting that was considered normal. And that's why it's hard because for you to take any route that's different, you you have to within yourself realize and go through this emotions of you feeling like you're doing something that's not normal. Cause you're trained to and conditioned in a way where it's like that's what's right, you know, because that's how I grew up and that's what you were always taught was how you do things. I mean, but like my household was really crazy. Yeah. Right? But my four siblings, we just we were horrible. <laughs> we, like yeah, I was a good student or whatever, but at home I was I didn't even do much. I would always just be laying down, watching TV or whatever it was, singing. I loved to sing when I was younger. Let's hear a no, bitch. No, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you up. <laughs> blame it on the hookah. <laughs> I really do blame it on the hookah. Dang. But um, we were crazy. Uh-huh. And there was not really much discipline. Like when my myself and my brother that followed me, mm-hmm. um, there was some sort of discipline, you know, but once the other two came, it's like by that time my parents are tired. They're not trying to discipline two more kids. Exactly. So it's like too crazy with all four of us, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we'll realize, well, I realize, you know, whenever we'll be around other people, especially like moving, I lived in the Medicare Garden for a year. Yeah. And obviously, American kids are just so different from the Medicare kids. Of like, course. The way that we be going after like our parents you know answering back with this sense of entitlement yeah they don't do that shit at all yeah. like whoa if i even thought about talking to my mom like that she will slap the shit out of me and isn't it crazy because even like for us let's say for example you go to dr and you're interacting let's say with an aunt and the aunt comes at you sideways you it's instinct for you to clap back because we don't we don't really take you know we don't hold back and everyone is like who the fuck does fulana think she is you know what i mean like it's just like and it's it's hard to shake that because we're we're a whole different type of yo like i would definitely say first generation dominicans because we're really first generation dominicans americans we really are we really i don't we really don't even realize that we're first frontier to this shit so we come with a lot of shit that we have to deal with because we're frontline now your children like will see the second tier of that you know what i mean like you've already had you've been vetted by your parents and all that you you went through that shit and now you see See everything that's wrong with the old habits and and coming fresh from DR and those that mentality coming here to the states, adapting to being here in the states. All of that is a is a process, you know. And then you have to filter the the things that benefit you from those teachings and filter the things that don't benefit you and the things you do want to apply that could be possibly more Americanized, like talking back, yeah. st- you know, allowing your child to have a voice because Dominicans don't believe that you have a voice as a child. You know what I mean? Well, so You're right, you're right. I definitely always, I'm always like, Dominicans did all of this to me. <laughs> it's Dominicans' fault because I speak like that because I'm Dominican. Yeah. So I try to find the root but no, it's just something that was taught. Yeah. Um, the get that you just follow whatever your elders tell you. Yeah. It's stuff that's taught in religion, you know? That's a fact. 
but I feel like now we're at a moment in time where we're a lot more open-minded mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. where we actually take the time to question these values, morals, and beliefs that we've been taught. Yeah, and so that's what everything, we yeah. question everything out here we now. Question, before you weren't allowed to question anything. Yeah. Like, but why? Just because I Be- said so. Exactly. And the old style, the old yeah, style. The old style. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, I was reading this recently that toxic behaviors it goes on and on yeah. within generations in your yeah. family and it's up to you to change that to break it yeah and if you're out here like it's gonna take work because obviously you need to work on yourself mm-hmm. that's what I'm before saying before you can teach that onto someone else. and that's what I'm saying that's mm-hmm. that's why it's, that's why to me this conversation is so important because I know there's a lot of women out here who are parents yeah young parents we'll say young because people have this expectation that like 30s you're having children like you're 25 26 25 you're 25 you had your first, which honestly that's a good i really personally think that's like that's not a bad time at all i feel like that's a good time but people still consider like you haven't lived enough like you know what i mean like it's like people feel like there's this time frame as to how things should happen and my what i'm trying to get at is like when you when you are still trying to figure yourself out as a person, it's like, when do those two things meet? When do they overlap? You know what I mean? I feel like for everyone is different. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, you know, this is when you should do things. And, no. you Because know. people are always looking for that. People Everybody are looking for a straight answer. There is no straight answer. What's the point of life if everything is having a straight answer? That's a fact. You have to figure that out for yourself. Can you ask that? Can you ask that again? Can you ask that again for the people? What is the point Uh of life just having straight answers for everybody? A a general answer for everyone to follow. Yeah. There's no point in that. Right. Because every everyone would be a copy and paste. Yeah. What's the What's the journey? What's the point of it? Where are the lessons? Pretty much, and you know, a lot of times you are going to hear the straight answers. People will tell you. Yeah. But again, you're not going to know until you go through yourself. Exactly. By yourself. By yourself. The universe is going to keep testing you a million different ways until you finally fucking get it. Yo. And when you finally get it, it could be the simplest thing. Like, I dropped the pen, I finally understood. (laughs) The way that pen hit the floor. The way that pen hit the floor was what did it for me. Even though the universe put me through storms and everything, but the way that That pen pen fell. that's how I tell you, it hit me in the soul. Exactly. That's that is definitely true. Exactly. And I get what you're saying. There is no rubric uh, that overlapping or that you know that unifying of you finally you know dealing with your inner demons and being able to also be a positive you know role model for your child it'll come together at some point it'll at always it's time. exactly at its time at now when you want it that, that's not how it works exactly and I've learned that like raising um, Brayden now yeah you know sometimes I hear well he should be rolling over mm-hmm. well he should be teething now yeah well why isn't he doing this yeah my guy it's not his time exactly you know? and 
and you learn that it's like just because this other child you cannot be comparing them to yes. other people and that's something that we do as people yeah. you know what I think this is this is this is I think the part that like fucks with me the most yeah. about being a new parent is that you're able to see so much logic in these things you're saying right now but when it was just you we couldn't we couldn't make that logic we couldn't make that be common sense mm-hmm. I can't compare myself to other people I can't expect that I'm gonna be doing things a certain way like everyone else is doing I'm different I am unique like we don't even give ourselves in, we're not kind to ourselves enough and when you have your child and you're looking at this creature you know it's a creature is an addition of you then you finally can be like man I don't want my child to be doing this but you don't even do it for yourself you know like that's that's what I feel like is the beautiful lesson of parenthood and I feel like there's like the secret union between y'all that y'all like y'all look at each other and y'all know like you understand now and I'm just like man I look forward to that time I'm not ready for it now but I definitely I see that it's such a journey like you said in the beginning learning you're learning so much about yourself you're learning so much about your child. You're learning about life in general, human experience through your child. Time is completely different when you have a child. Everything is different. You conceptualize things so different after a child is now in the picture. Yeah. And that experience is what I feel like is what makes it worth it. When you're going through the days where things don't seem clear, when you're having a hard day, when you feel like you're not being a good enough mother, where you feel like you're not being a good enough girlfriend, wife, whatever your situation is, when you feel like you're when you're down and you feel like you're not giving it your all, you have to realize that you are afforded what you are afforded. You have cars that are dealt and you are doing the best that you can with what you have. You weren't given all the tools in the toolkit. You were only given a few. As you continue to grow, you gain more tools. That's what time gets you. That's what learning gets you. You know what I mean? And that's why we're so con- we're very hard on millennials. We're very hard on ourselves. We want instant results with shit. We want things to. We want to be able to go to the gym and fucking pop three squats and have Kim Kardashian's ass when she ain't even earned that shit popping squats. And it's crazy because we really, we really will, we will fall for this fake shit. This shit ain't even real. Mm-hmm. But now it's like something like that, you know, things that are not real. Like this, a baby teaches a baby you what's real. real. No, like <laughs> you just start appreciating the simple things. Yeah. You know, like seeing them learning how to do something new. That we, it's like. I've been doing that for years. For years. He just learned how to, you know, like, roll over. over. We do that, like, second nature, you know? But, like, seeing that is beautiful. I can imagine. And it's something so simple. That I can be to, you know, someone that's on the car, like, my baby just rolled over. Then I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, they cry. Don't they cry because they feel. Talk to me. I can tell you, match it that happens from like five months and under. Yo. Don't ask me about later on because I'm still. Not <laughs> yeah. But as he's going through, I study and I know what's gonna happen. Yeah. You know, a little before it happens, and it's cool. But it's like even knowing, mm-hmm. I still don't know how I'm gonna feel when I ask. Of that's course, happening. and that's what that that's what you've been highlighting throughout this entire podcast. It's like. 
you might think something, but until you're living it, you're experiencing, you get the full picture. You can prepare as much as you can. You can think you're gonna, you know, I've, I've dealt with this before, I'm gonna be able to tackle it again. Nothing is the same. No two experiences are the same. Like, the only example I can give is I don't got a kid, but if I go to the fucking, I, I've gone to the taco spot and I'll get a guac and I think that guac is fire. I gotta go back there again next week and I go and the guac is not fire. The same week, cause this not one. There's not, you know, my fat ass had to bring it there for an example. For all the people who love to eat, I know you're gonna feel that. But you know what I mean? Like, not those two things are not the same. Like, yeah. no, those are two different times, different maybe or chef. Even, like you telling me about this block and I go over there and, and you, I'm like, it ain't even all that. And she just made me come over here. <laughs> yo, you described the shit out of that block. Yo, that's something amazing, but my amazing may not be your amazing. Metrics. Metrics never, this is the thing, yo, people, don't get it. You know what? Give me your top three book recommendations. Give me your, I know, I know, listen, she she's a bookworm. She likes to read. So me telling her to give me top three is hard because she has to constraint to three. But give me top three because you've given me, Ivani's given me really good self-help books. And I thought of you because I remember the metrics. You told me that book. That was a really good book. That's from the, the, the art of not giving a fuck. Mm -hmm. That was a really good book. But tell me top three books. The subtle art of Nagaro. Yeah, that one was a good one. Just because it taught me, like, simple is okay. Yes. Like, honestly, like, that book really, it was just learning that. Like, yeah. it's not giving a fuck. Yes. It's not that serious. It's not that Where serious. Before, I used to be like, everything. Oh, my God. Uh, super passionate. You know, that's great. Passion is good. Right, but, like, right. knowing to just relax. Right. That if something goes wrong, like it's not that serious, mm -hmm. you're gonna be okay. Yeah, you know? life is not ending. Yeah, no. So, uh, but I would have to say, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the four agreements. Yes, I read that one. She put me onto that one. Yeah, yes, really, that book. You know, like finding this heaven on earth wow. by following those four agreements. Wow, y'all hear that? Who is that by? Do you know? At the top of my head, I don't know. No, okay, I'll put it in the yeah. in the um, description. Okay, um, another one will have to be um, and I just wrote about it a couple days ago. Really? Too. Yeah. Um, I think I'll put you onto that one too. Okay, which one? You put um, me on by Darren Hardy. I could no, go to the compound effect. <gasps> the compound oh effect. You did, that you did. Book, I didn't finish that one, but yes, you did. That book, still to this day, I still apply things from, from that book, that book. In my life. And I feel like it's really changed the way I go about things with uh -huh. my relationship, with myself. Ah, you know, yes. Accountability. Yes. You know, sometimes you try to do things, make changes, and you make these grand changes, and it's like, no, just a little each day. Really can go a long way. That's one. It's with anything. Yeah. Anything you can apply it to anything. Yeah. Um. I feel like I found my partner. Yeah. By doing what that book recommends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes I just feel like you know I'm going through stuff, and then it's like I'm learning something. But eventually, you got that momentum. I don't know. That book really teaches you a lot of things. I really appreciate that book. 
Okay, okay. Um, last one, one, last one. I will have to say is the five love languages. I, I was thinking of that one when you were saying it. I was like, yo, I, I think the love language has to be a part of the yeah. list. Because I really, I'm a love, I'm a, a hopeless romantic. I love love. Everything about love, like, drives me. And that is such a good book on you looking at love in a perspective of, like, you're searching for the right thing. You like in a way where you're not, it's not like you're necessarily focused on the outcome versus let me align myself and figure out what it is that I like and then better understand either the person I'm searching for or the person that I'm with. But not only that, it's like how do I make this other person feel happy? Yes, their love exactly. Because we I don't start talking in a way that they understand that I love. Yes. Them? And then we were just talking about that in reference to no one thing is the same. You might have dated a guy who liked, you know, gifts. And you're not dealing with a guy who likes gifts, but you think, you know, you're you're, you're just kind of going based off the information you've gathered. But you're not really taking time to get to know the person because the Lord knows that nowadays people don't even want to take time to do that, to get yeah. to know someone, really understand them, whatever the case is. But that's a whole different conversation. Mm-hmm. But... That the love language is definitely a very good book, and I feel like it's a book I wish they would translate in Spanish. They probably do have it, cause I really want like adult, like like adult. I speak it like for my family. Let me tell you something. Y'all need to read it. I try to like help a Dominican couple. (laughs) I have read this book and I was inspired. I was like, I could fix any relationship. Oh, she was a love coach. What? (laughs) I love love too. You know. I'm crazy about it. Um, and. I even I tried. <laughs> Y'all heard her voice. I tried. <laughs> but when people don't want help, they don't, don't want it. Like if they don't want to be saved, don't save don't them. Save don't save them. Try. And don't drown trying yeah. to. Listen. I was here trying to talk to them. Like, listen. What you should try to do is give them more it's so funny because you're saying this but I'm hearing it and translating it in Spanish and it sounds funnier and you if you trying to make this work between you guys maybe you should do more acts of service and they're looking at me like yeah okay because he's gonna appreciate what I do or like yeah she's she's ungrateful she's not gonna do any of that she's ungrateful she's lazy and I'm just here like all right. Why am I wasting my time? Yo, I'm trying to help y'all like with this newfound information. <laughs> you literally just feel like you like Christopher Columbus, although yeah. that motherfucker didn't discover shit. But that was just like an example. Like, like I discovered something. I gotta go tell everyone. It was yes. like you wanted to spread the word, yes, and you want to help. Like, you want to help. I I want to help people. Yeah. I want to help you figure it out because now I finally figured it out. So let me try to spread that information, right? Mm-hmm. But people don't want to be helped. They don't. They, some people will like tell you yes because I'm trying to change my life and yeah. I'm trying to do all these things. Yeah. But they don't really want it. Yeah. The tools are all there. That's it. You just got to. The tools are all there. You just got to literally pick them up. Yeah. And that's what I'm it's saying. It's like um, some people they be like, oh, I really want cake, and when God gives you all the ingredients and shit, you expect God to give you the cake itself too. You gotta start baking. Bitch, just like that fucking meme where it was like, there was like a guy drowning in the water, like he was like stranded, and he's like, oh God, oh, send okay. help. I'm exactly. Exactly. And then he dies. He's like, God, why you ain't come help me? He's like, I sent you three people to yes. save you. Pretty smiley, you just took a quick nap. Yo, 
Ivani's baby is great. He takes it on. Look, he's smiling. He takes it on naps, and then he's like laughing and jumping. I haven't really seen him be a crier, but she tells me sometimes he has his moments. But listen, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. You are such an amazing light. I really feel like you're going to touch a lot of people with your story for being so open for talking about real personal things on like a public space. It takes a very bold person to be comfortable with that. And you're so like this is why I was like she's such a good person for this because she's bold unapologetically like she doesn't feel bad about her past or feel bad about her situation. She owns it because she knows it defines her in a way and brings her to this place now. There would have been no this Ivani, this amazing mom that she's going to become if she didn't go through all this yeah. other stuff. So thank you so much thank for you. joining me. And you are an amazing and I will put her information if you guys want to follow her, check her out. She hasn't posted like any real real pictures of the baby, but it's coming. <laughs> Y'all will see it and I think you guys should have an Instagram page. I think you should have an Instagram page. Uh, I don't know about that. She's like he's I'm not with that. Yo, he is digging for her breast right now. <laughs> he's smiling at me at the same time. <laughs> thank you so much, Ivani. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you were able to gain some perspective as well as something positive from today's guest. My goal is to provide a platform for the population of people whose experiences have helped them grow, can be heard, and possibly help someone else stand taller in their skin. Tune in next week to connect with another bold spirit. And I ask you to please leave a nice review and share with anyone who can benefit from a little bit.